This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. Well, I'm sure you guys know of plenty of people that are out saying they have COVID. And when you talk to them, they sound completely fine. They might have the sniffles. And yet they're not going to work for like the next two weeks, I'm sure. Have you heard of people? I, I know of a few people that say that have tested positive for COVID and they sound completely fine. Well, but, but let me ask you a question, Lydia. By the way, Merry Christmas. I hope it was a good uh, holiday for you and the family. Thank you. It was. Yes. Good. Thank you. Well, l- l- let me ask you this. I mean, a lot of people are asymptomatic. So... Right. A lot of people are asymptomatic. I mean, I'm lucky that I got tested at work. John Katzmatidis had the tester come in. So I was able to be around my family and friends because I knew for a fact I was negative, even though I'm vaccinated and everything like that. But when you have people in your family that are immunocompromised, you want to be 100 percent sure. But I think it's getting a little crazy with all of these people out sick. You have about, I think, 20% of EMS workers in New York City that are, that are out sick. You have the airline shortages now because a thousand flights over the weekend had to be canceled because people say they tested positive for COVID. Well, according to one doctor, Dr. Ashish Jha, he is the dean of Brown University's public health. This guy was on CNN. So, you know, CNN, they love to scare the crap out of people. But listen to what this doctor says. He says basically the pandemic has become endemic, meaning this is something we are going to have to live with. Take a listen. We'll have more variants. I'm actually convinced that we'll have more variants, but each of them will impact us less and less. And we will get to a point, certainly by the end of this new year coming up, we will get to a point where we'll see new waves of infection. It will not have a big effect on hospitals. People will go on. People will not get really sick and die. And we will learn to live with this virus, and it will stop being so disruptive to our lives. Well, you know, he's uh, absolutely correct, because if you notice, the two variants we've had so far came from third world countries. India, the Delta variant, a South African variant, because people there, not everyone has been vaccinated. They won't get uh, they won't get vaccinated. They don't have enough vaccines. And you have people with low immunity, like in South Africa, they have the highest HIV age rate in the world that immediately lowers your immunity. That's why these variants can start spread like wildfire, come from a third world country, jump to first world countries, become airborne. That's why we got to eventually assist residents in third world countries to make sure they get vaccinated, possibly with Pfizer now. They'll have a, a pill that can be available in third world countries where you take two a day and eventually you can overcome those symptoms. But we got to help them because if we don't help them. That's where the variants are going to come from, uh, Lydia. I, I agree. I think we need to stop everybody calling. Oh, I tested positive. Oh, my God, I got the Rona. I'm going to die. Listen, the variant, that's what happens with every virus. That's how the Spanish flu uh, was was went away because the virus keeps replicating because it doesn't want to kill its host. That's why it becomes weaker and weaker, the, the virus itself. It's called science, and I think it's getting a little outraged. I think we almost need to not test as much for COVID, this whole obsession with testing. Uh, now the president's saying, oh, we're going to get you a half a billion tests. You, it's too little, too late. He passed on a proposal back in October for 700 million tests a month. He said, no, no, we don't need it. Now all of a sudden they want to play catch up. We're not going to see those tests for probably at least until February, maybe March. And God willing, this thing is going to be over. I say if you have no symptoms, you should go to work. 
wear your mask. Maybe wear a K and 95 mask here. That's why I'm confused because on the one hand, they tell us wear a mask. They work, they work. Then on the other people that are asymptomatic are told don't come to work. So which one is it? If you're asymptomatic, if you feel fine, but you tested positive, you should wear a KN95 mask, that well, high-grade mask, well, and that's the best it. One, the best one, Lydia, and is keep working. our trust in the testers. Have you seen some of these people who are sticking the swizzle sticks up your nose? They're out on the corners, right? They're intense. They're standing there for hours on end. You don't think they're making mistakes along the way? Uh, you I, think they're perfect? I agree. I, well, that might be people on the street. I will say this. You know, you know, Lydia, for 16 weeks, I have been tested every week because of covering the Giants. If we're not tested, uh, we can't cover them. And they have a big trailer set up. It's bioreference labs. They're, they're, those people are excellent. But that's a good point. You know, who knows? Have you looked at some of these people that are doing the tests in the street? No, because I don't get it on the street. They're, they're in a t- first of all, they're in a tent. They have a look on their face like they'd rather be somewhere else because all they keep doing is sticking sticks of people's schnozzes, people who are complaining. They've been online for two, three hours. And you're going to tell me that every test is perfect, that everything is labeled perfectly, that every person can be accounted for. Get out of here. They make mistakes in hospitals. You tell me they're not making mistakes in the streets of New York City? Oh, with with see, that's a that's a discussion that doesn't happen. And but well. I shouldn't say that because in, in with the Giants, it did happen. There were a few false positives, and that, that got everybody scared, and they were everybody was do, doing double testing. We had one week where I had to test uh, Lydia for a uh, – had to take a rapid test and then oh and then a PCR. But it is what – let, let, I agree. I, I do understand. Well, your schnoz is showing the effects. Let me tell you there, Rush. You had a big schnozola before. I, th- I think it's been enlarged from all those tests, those me, rapid tests. Do me a favor, pal. Look in the mirror. That's not exactly what I call a cute pug nose. Anyway, do appreciate it. Uh, Thank you, guys. Thank you. So I'll be on tonight at Cats at Night, 5 o'clock. We usually have Bill O'Reilly. I'm not sure if he's on with us today because it is kind of like a holiday week. He's been traveling the country with Trump, and he's been at sold-out crowds. It's really incredible. When you see the media, they're like, oh, they're empty seats. And come to find out if you saw those pictures. O'Reilly told us it's because you had reporters that would take pictures three, four hours before the event even started. So they have still been sold out crowds at like $150 a pop. So clearly the support for President Trump is still out there. But yes, Cats at Night, John Katz Matidis, five o'clock. The man never stops working. So yes, definitely listen in.